Hey, welcome to the H&HR Podcast. My name is Heather Taves. And I am Heidi Bolt. And we're sisters. We believe here at the H&H Hour that your ordinary is extraordinary. Thanks for listening. Friends, we are so excited to be back with you. We've been on a bit of a sailor, which means a break. Heather. Hi. How are you? Great. Welcome back. Thanks. I feel like this is a celebration. It totally is. Yeah. It's like the rest is over and we're back at you. I know. It's so crazy when you haven't done something for a period of time, which for us, it was three months. Mm -hmm. We took three months off of recording. It is crazy. When you get back into it, you're like, oh. I don't know if I know how to do this. I have to figure out how to do this. So we're in this uh, series at church called Rhythms. Yeah. And it's all about the rhythms in our life. Yep. And as we have been getting back into podcasting this morning, um, we had this thought, like, it's so easy to get out of a rhythm, a positive rhythm in life, and it becomes something you're not familiar with yes. or you're not used to. And um, yeah, but we're, we're glad to be back. Did you have a good summer? Wow. That is a question Loaded I question. don't really even know how to answer totally. Okay. Um, but if if someone's listening maybe for the first time, Heidi and I have been recording this podcast for it's we're coming up on three years. Yeah. Which is, which is crazy. I know it's crazy. And it's been such a gift yeah. to us to be able to have a platform to share the things that God puts on our hearts and just to be able to connect with our listeners. And we've we've connected with so many of them mm-hmm. from all over and just gotten to hear their stories. And it's really an honor to be able to sit down yeah. in front of this microphone and talk about the things in our lives that are ordinary, very ordinary things and the yes. struggles and the good things and the praises um, and just be able to proclaim the goodness of God yeah. through all of those things. And so welcome if you're a new listener. Yeah. Welcome back if you're a faithful listener. Yes. We've had so many of you reach out over the summer months and be like, we can't wait for you to come back. So we're back. We will be um, dropping new shows every single week. And we're so excited about that. And just asking the Lord to use this for his glory. That's the most important thing for us. And so we'd love to hear from you. Let us know. Um, reach out to us on Instagram. That's probably the best way to get in touch with us. Um, or or email is fine too. We're at the H&H hour at gmail.com. And we're on Instagram as the H&H hour. Send us a message and just let us know how your summer has been. And let us know what you're looking forward to about um, hearing on this show and, and what what you've missed. So we would love to connect with you that way. Yes. So Heather, I got a sweet text from a friend and a listener last night. She said that she was stuck on a runway for five hours. And so she was listening to old episodes of the H&H Hour. And it was so sweet because she was just encouraging us about the fact that God is using our ordinary in a really extraordinary way. And I told her, I said, you know, this is so interesting that you're texting me right now because I said, we are kicking off podcasting this morning again. And she didn't know that. Um, And I said, I just felt like God just gave this this nod of, yeah, this is still worth it. This is still important. This is still the path I have you on. Yeah. And um, it, to me, uh, it was impactful. The timing was so impactful to hear uh, just that encouragement of this is important and this is worth the effort. Because yes. I think that is important for all of us to remember, Heather, is whatever we're called to, even if it's not something like a platform of podcasting. That's right. Or writing a book or starting a non-for-profit. Right. Whatever God, whatever lane that God's put us on. Yes. It's still worthwhile because unless his voice has spoken and said the, the time is Move done, on. Right. move forward, 
we're still where God's we're still called us. to it. Yeah. And it just, that, that was like God's little wink. Yeah. The like, girl, come on, we got this. I so agree with that, Heidi. And it's been a conversation that I've been thinking about all summer because we had no intention of stopping the podcast. No. Um, forever when we took our break. But I will be honest, over the summer, as we didn't have that rhythm in our lives, we didn't have the rhythm of recording, and it was kind of one more thing that that we didn't have to do, mm-hmm. um, it was that thought came into my head. It was head. tempting. Yeah. Like, yeah. are we done? Is yeah. this season of us recording a podcast over? And, you know, it, it's always good to ask yourself if that's from the Lord mm-hmm. or if that's from the enemy, yep. um, just tempting you with not doing something that's hard, mm-hmm. not doing something that takes work. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was good for us to have that break, I think, to just mm-hmm. pray through it and to um, ask the Lord if it's still a platform that he wants us to have. And and the answer was, yes, you mm-hmm. need to keep doing it. So here we are. And um, I was just talking with a friend earlier today about God allowing us to walk th- through things in our lives that refine us. Mm. And that so often when we go through hard things, you know, we we say to the Lord, we want to grow, we want to we want to learn, we want to get to the next level. And he's and you know, his response to that is so often, okay, but first you have to walk through this thing yeah. because as you walk through this thing, I'm going to pull out of you the things that I cannot use in you. Yeah. And if this thing is still in you, then I won't be able to use you to your full potential. And so yeah. he allows us to walk through these hard things to take out of us it's like the yuck, all the, the junk. Weeds. Yeah, yeah, pulling the weeds out. So I really feel like for me, this summer was some of that. It was some of God having to just say, hey, there are some things that I need to work out of you so that I can prepare you for the next season, for the next thing that I have for you. And it is almost always painful. Yes. You know, when things- fun. (laughs) No. When things get pulled out of you, when God has to prune you and God has to refine you, it's usually through fire. Mm -hmm. It's usually through a cutting- off of something. And those aren't things that feel good. If you've ever burned yourself or if you've ever cut yourself, you know, there's pain in that. And so I think for me that that's why I said this question was a a loaded question. (laughs) Um, That's some of what this summer was about. It was about rest, but it was also about me learning what it actually means to rest. Mm. It was about me learning what it means to be still um, with my God. And not, we talked about this in our last show, like me not having to always be creating or producing something or going or being productive. And so school ended in um, the middle of May mm-hmm. and then we went on vacation and then June hit and I was all excited because this was going to be my summer of rest. This was going to be my sailor, and it was hard. Mm. Um I spent the first, I would say, probably three weeks of June feeling like I was lazy hmm. and battling that thought of, if I'm resting, if I'm not doing all the things, I must be lazy. Because you weren't doing something that had measured success. Because I wasn't doing yeah. the things that I normally do Teaching, that are productive. podcasting, yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Yep. And so my days looked a lot um, quieter. Mm-hmm. My Our lives were slower. Hmm. Um, and we actually took 
took June as a Salem month for our family. And we intentionally said no to a whole bunch of things that we normally would say yes to. And it was hard. And mm-hmm. I realized that I, I've known this about myself for a long time, but I think it was like glaringly obvious this at the beginning of this summer is that I really think that God values me because of what I do for him. Mm. And so you think that I think that, yeah, I think that. And so all the things that I do for him equal his affection towards me. Mm. And the more I do, the deeper his affection for me. And as I wrestled through that and I, as I rebuked the lies that the enemy was telling me that I was lazy, that I should be doing things that sitting on my front porch and resting for an hour every morning was not a good use of my time. Mm. Um, As I wrestled with those, God began to speak such life into me Mm. and such intimate whispers of how I can do nothing to grow his love for me. Mm -hmm. His love for me is abundant. His love for me never ends. And nothing that I can do works-wise, will ever change his love for me. Mm-hmm. So um, I think it was probably around the end of June that I kind of started to get that. And every morning that I was home, I would go sit on my front porch mm-hmm. and I would pretty much tell my kids, like, you're welcome to come out here and join me. And they're older, so it works in my season of sure. life. Yeah. I couldn't have done this when I had littles. Yeah. It would have looked different. But you're welcome to come out here and join me, but I'm going to go out and be with God for an hour. Yeah. And I would go and I would sit on my front porch and drink a cup of coffee and read my Bible. And I don't want you to think like, oh, she's this holy girl that has all of her disciplines in order. Because a lot of the time I would look on my phone and mm-hmm. I would, but I would just sit yeah. and I would be still mm-hmm. and I would wait for God to show up. And there was one morning in particular that I honestly just felt like I needed to see him. Mm. You know, I needed to, it needed to be more than just knowing that right. he was there. And I cried out to him and I asked him, Lord, and I think I even said it out loud, Lord, I just need to know that you're here with me. Mm. And a few minutes later, I looked up and I sit on my front porch. So I'm always looking across at my neighbor's yards and there's this tree in my neighbor's yard and it's a cool tree. It's a really pretty tree. And all of a sudden I looked and it was like this tree was glowing like mm. 3d like i know i know trees are actually you know three-dimensional um, <laughs> but it was like it had you know like when it pops off of the page yeah. it was like that mm. and like the green was so green and the sky above it was so blue and this tree was like it had come to life and it made me think of when the bush was on fire in front of moses and yeah. god was in that bush yeah. and i was like oh my goodness god is in that tree right now yeah. and it was this and i felt this overwhelming sense of it's hard to even explain peace, but like joy and like everything is okay. And God is with me, come over me. Wow. And it wasn't, didn't last very long, but it was overwhelming. And I was like, man, if this is what heaven is like being in the presence of God, you know, for eternity, like I want to go now. Yeah. Um, so that was a really special, special moment. And I think for me, it was a turning point to really be able to go and, and rest and be still before God and, um, tell the devil that, his lies were not going to affect me in that way Mm -hmm. anymore. And that helped me. That helped me be able to go through the rest of my summer, which honestly, July and August were difficult months for our family. And I can get more into that later. But that helped me set the foundation Mm -hmm. of 
of saying, okay, I can be still before the Lord and mm. he will, he will show up. He well, will speak to me. And I love that so much because you found the value in the rest. Yeah. You know, and it wasn't just, it wasn't just the point of resting. It was finding the value in it. Yeah. And it, it truly fueling you and taking you into the next season that God had for you. Yeah. Because the next season wasn't um, just peaches and cream. No. And, you know, and now we're moving into starting homeschooling again and all of the things right. that are back on the plate. Um, but I do love that you took the time. I love that you said, I actually asked God, I yeah. need to know, Yeah, you know, and not just believe. Because our faith is about belief. Yeah, It's about that faith. But this summer I've been in reading in the Old Testament and I'm amazed how many times people had the guts to tell God, no, I want to see you, or I need to hear you, or I need to know that you're in this. Yes. And then God responds. And that's been so huge for me. And so I love that you actually said that, like, God, I need to know that you're here. Mm -hmm. I need to know that you're in this. Um, I think that he, we, we sing in church and we talk about all the time, like, God's such a good God. He's a good father. And it's like, yes, he is. And he wants to dialogue with us and he wants to hang out with us. And he wants us to know that he adores us and that he loves us so deeply. Yes. And so if we never ask him like, hey, God, would you show up in this moment? If we're never asking for the proof that he's in it, we might miss it. Yes. You know, because he's not going to, I love that he's not the God that's just going to force himself. Right. Um. I was in a, well, I tried to be in a conversation with someone the other day and she just spent the whole time talking over me mm. and talking at me. And she asked my advice on something. And then as I began to speak, she interrupted multiple times mm. and I just stopped talking yeah. because it was pointless. Yeah. And I think we do that to God a yeah, lot. Yeah, we do. Where we just interrupt him so often with our own opinions and our own thoughts that he's like, okay, I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to wait for you to stop talking. Yeah. And then I'll give you the advice you've asked for. Yeah. But I'm, for me, that was kind of convicting because I've done it too, mm -hmm. where I'm like, wow, I just talked over that person or whatever. But just to remember that God is there mm -hmm. and he's waiting to show himself to us. And I love that you got that glimpse of him. Well, and I think it's important too for someone listening that you might be thinking, well, I don't have an hour every morning to sit on my front porch or my kids are little or I have to get up really early and go to work or I don't have a front porch and that's okay. That's yeah. the point is that it's not about where you are mm -hmm. or what season of life you're in. Um, I won't have an hour to sit on my front porch either come, mm -hmm. um, you know, a couple weeks from now when yeah. school starts and busy schedules get back in. The point is finding your place yeah. to rest and to be still before God. And it might be when you're driving to work. Mm -hmm. It might be when your kids are taking a nap and it might be 10 minutes, mm -hmm. you know, but settling yourself before the Lord and just asking him to show up, um, that expectation of him showing up. And so I think so often we wait for it to be, well, I don't, I don't have an hour to sit on my front porch. So when I do have an hour to sit on my front porch, then mm -hmm. I'll, I'll have that time with God, but he's longing for it right now in whatever season that you're in, even if it's a crazy season with littles or you're changing a job and life is hectic and crazy. There's, there's always some time that you can prioritize um, and cut something else out in yeah. order to be with him. Yeah, that's a really good word. Heather. It might be while you're in the shower, you know, and that's that's a really great place because you're you're uninterrupted in usually. a confined place. <laughs> yeah, usually, unless you have littles. Yeah. In a confined place where you can just be still and listen. Yeah. 
That's good. And I think it's, it's again, going back to the rhythms, it's about learning to hear God's voice and recognizing it. Yeah. And I feel like the older I've gotten and the more I've walked with God, the more I'm bold about asking God to show up. Yeah. And I see him in everything. Yes. I see him all the time. In fact, there's probably times where people are like, dude, does she talk about anything else? Like other than God speaking to her, because he does, he speaks to me in everything. He does. And he wants us to commune with him over um, the, the small things in our lives. I was cracking up yesterday because you were at my house just for a minute and we walked outside and I was like, look at my tree. And I know there's, there's a lot about trees (laughs) in our podcast right now, but I don't know. There's something about trees in my life. Um, I have this really awesome pine tree that's just outside my house. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful and it's yeah. huge and it's, it's like really the old. tree it in is the yard gorgeous <laughs> well i think it's dying yeah and it's made me super sad really and i told you that and you literally went over put your hand on the tree and was like jesus heal this tree bring right. this tree back to yeah. life i mean and i love i mean <laughs> i know you well enough to know that that's not an unusual thing yeah. and like yeah. we believe that you know if god can raise a a human back to life. Right. He can most certainly sure. heal a tree. Yeah. Um, and so I, but I was just And we didn't laughing. like anoint it with oil no. or like, you know, just sing Jesus kumbaya around tree. it. And we laughed about it. Yeah. But. Um, but I love that because that, that is what it is like to be able to have crazy conversations with God about yeah. the things that you care about and about, because he cares about those things too. Yeah. Okay. So I got to tell you about this. So this morning I was reading in numbers and, um, talking about God speaking to us. God will use anything to speak to us. And I've heard this story before, but I was reading it in detail and it literally, I was literally laughing out loud. I was sitting on my driveway because my kids were out riding their um, go-kart and their little motorcycle. And so we're on the cul-de-sac. I'm in my driveway, in my PJs with my cup of coffee. My neighbors are all going to work and taking kids to school and I'm reading in God's word in Numbers 22, and I'm just laughing because it's the story of Balaam and his donkey. Now, I'm going to like super condense this, but I would challenge you like go to Numbers 22 and read this story because it is it is unreal. It's a crazy story. It is a crazy story. In fact, I'm going to sit down later with my kids and read it to them because the details that are shared in this story are just hysterical. But long story short, Balaam is being asked to go to this place and basically put a curse on this group of people. And he's asking God, like, should I do this? Should I not do this? And God basically tells him, like, hey, get up and go with them, um, but only do what I tell you to do. And and the thing that struck struck me there was that Balaam asked God, like, show yeah. me clearly, and God showed him clearly. Yes. So then, but then it says that God actually was angry that Balaam was going So he sent an angel of the Lord to stand in the road and block his way. He's on his donkey riding on the road. Yeah. And he's going to do what God has given him permission to do. Then this angel shows up in the middle of the road. Balaam doesn't see the angel, but the donkey does. Yeah. The donkey sees the angel. And so it says that the donkey bolted off the road and Balaam was so ticked at his donkey that he went with his sword drawn and he beat the donkey. Yeah. Because he was so ticked at the donkey <laughs> for like being a donkey. So then you go a couple verses later, they're back on the road. Again, the donkey sees the angel. Like just the thought of like, God gives the donkey eyes to see the angel and Balaam doesn't see yeah. the angel of God. The second time Balaam gets ticked, he goes again and he beats his donkey. The third time the angel shows up in the middle of the road 
the donkey sees it. Again, same story. And this time Balaam is so angry at his donkey that he goes and he like brutally beats this donkey for being a donkey. And he says, it, then it says in verse 28, then the Lord gave the donkey the ability to speak. Hmm. Like God is speaking through this donkey. Yeah. You know, and the donkey says, what have I done to you that deserves your beating me three times? It says he asked Balaam that. Can you even imagine no, your a donkey, donkey speaking to all you? All of a sudden turning around and talking to you. And then it says in verse 31, this is so important. It says, then the Lord opened Balaam's eyes and he saw the angel. Hmm. And I just thought it was so unique uh, to remember that story, to go, God will use whatever means he needs to use to speak to you. Yes. And sometimes he sends an angel to let your donkey see it or to let your child see it or to let your spouse see it or to let your boss see it. Right. And sometimes you miss the angel. Yeah. Sometimes you miss the word that has come for you because you're so set on the path that's in front of you. Mm -hmm. And God has to literally show up through the voice of something random. Right. And I just, I don't know who that word is for, but as I was reading this morning, I'm like, this word is so important for somebody. Yeah. And I don't know who needs to hear that God can show up in the voice of a donkey. But the point is that he'll use anything to get your attention. Yes. He will use anything to let his voice speak into your life. And sometimes it just takes like that verse says like, then the Lord opened Balaam's eyes. Right. Um, And so just ask the Lord, like, Lord, I want to hear from you. Like, I want to encounter you the way Heather encountered you on her front porch through the tree. I want to encounter you, you know, the way Balaam got to encounter you through the voice of a donkey. Right. But the point is, ask him. Ask him. Ask him to show up and then ask him to let your eyes be open to see him so that he does get to communicate with you in whatever avenue you're in. Well, I think too, Balaam was so focused on the donkey. Mm-hmm. that he missed the angel. Yeah. You know, and sometimes we can be so you focused donkey. <laughs> on the thing in our way or yeah. the thing that's not doing or the person that's not doing what we want them to do mm-hmm. or act how we want them to act. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason they're not acting the way that we want them to act. Yeah. Um, in this case, the donkey couldn't get through mm-hmm. the angel with the flaming sword. Right. Um, that we, we just miss mm-hmm. altogether. Mm-hmm what it is that God is trying to to do in us. Yeah. So God is always a God who wants to move us forward. Yeah. But like we said at the beginning, it often requires that he strip something out of us first. Right. And we want God to be this loving, never angry with us, always make us feel good God, mm-hmm. and it is not that is not. He is a just God. Mm-hmm. He requires our obedience. Yeah. He doesn't demand it, mm-hmm. but he requires it for our fellowship with him. Right. And that is something I think that we we miss because mm-hmm. in today's culture, we just want it to be all about love. Mm-hmm. And it is. Mm-hmm. It is all about love. Mm-hmm. That's why he gave his son for us. But it's it is also about us coming into line with his authority. Yeah. And that often requires requires him to do some work on us. That's right. That's such a good story. I love that. Okay, Heidi. So how was your summer? Our summer was good. It was full. Um, You know, I think God was strategic in giving us the break from podcasting because there were some other things that needed to take priority that perhaps wouldn't have had the time to take priority if we were still in a rhythm of podcasting over the summer. Yeah. 
Um, and they were good things. They were really good things. Um, I got to preach at church a couple of times, um, which I love that. I love that opportunity to, I'm, I am wired to be an evangelist and to, um, just be able to speak God's truth over people. And it's something that I know I'm called to. Yeah. So it was good to get that space to be able to do that. Um, that was great. And then also, uh, so our church, this is exciting. We've been renting a facility for almost five years Yeah. and God gave us the opportunity to buy a building. And interestingly enough, it is on Oak street. So the, the tree, the tree. theme continues. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, and so my husband's in charge of the renovations and he's not, um, in construction, but he's good at managing projects and people. And so he's in charge of it all. Yeah. And so that has been a pretty big, huge. pretty huge task that has been kind of on our conversation plate and on his mind and stuff. So that's been exciting. Um, my boys have looked forward to demo, demo day for yeah. months now, yeah. ever since we knew we were purchasing the building. Um, and so that's been a big part of our summer is watching God give us that building. I mean, we, you know, we all purchased it right. together, but right. open Provide. the door for that building yes. and then begin to renovate it. And um, so we're in the throes of that. Mm-hmm. We are in the throes of we've had a few renovation days and, you know, clearing out the junk from old establishments and beginning to breathe new life yes. into this building. Yes. And um, so that was sort of a really big part of our summer. Yeah. Um, we also did all the normal things like baseball and birthday parties and, you know, date nights and stuff like that. Um, so I would say it was really good. Um, I have, I have really seen God move on my behalf personally, mm-hmm. um, in my health life, in my health journey. Those of you that have been here and listened for a while know that I've had to battle autoimmune mm-hmm. and it's not a simple task. It's the invisible illness that people, unless they've walked through it, have no clue what it looks like and what constant daily pressures it puts on a family. Right. And, but the Lord has been so faithful this summer to remind me that he's healing me and to Mm -hmm. show me that he's healing me. Um, I've had a great summer of feeling really good. Yeah. And so that's been awesome. Um, and I've, I've got to give God glory because, um, I think it was about three or four weeks ago, I think about three weeks ago, we were at a church event mm-hmm. and it was a church that a friend of ours pastors and he and his wife have been friends of mine for a very long time. And I sort of look at him like a big brother. Yeah. Um, like he's just always sort of been there, even if it's not closely involved, it's always those messages of encouragement. Right. And he hosted a uh, a church praise night and where he invited actually your husband to come in and preach from our church and our worship band to come in and help partner with his band yeah. to play. And yeah, it was so good. It was so good. There were eight churches represented. And Heather, this is the unique thing. As I was driving there, I clearly felt God say to me, I'm going to heal people tonight. Hmm. And I thought, wow, that is incredible. Like someone's going to get healed tonight. Hmm. And I didn't even think about the fact that that someone might be me. <laughs> um, I think partially because my life is about serving serving people. Yeah. and and when you're wired that way, like to see people's needs and to help fit, fill their needs, you sometimes do forget that you also have needs. And so yeah. I was like, God, that's amazing. And as we're wrapping up the night of worship, I had this reminder, like, I'm going to heal people tonight. And I thought, oh, that's right, Lord. Like, I, I probably need to, I need to tell Robert this, but he's on the other side of the sanctuary and I don't want to be distracting. And 
get out of my chair and go all the way over there. And so I was wrestling a little bit with what to do with the voice of God in that moment. Yeah. Um, Because I do, I hear from God, but I still have human feelings too, where it's like, shoot, I might look really stupid right right right. now. Should I do this? Yeah. Like this, this isn't my service. This isn't my church. Like he's in charge. And right as I'm wrestling with that, he gets up at the end of a song, my friend Robert, and he says, guys, I just really feel strongly that God wants to heal some people here tonight. (laughs) And I'm like, oh my word, this is amazing. And he just invites people to the front to come up for healing. And Right as he said that, I felt the Lord say, this is for you too. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I hadn't even thought about that. Oh, I need healed too. I hadn't even thought about the fact that God might have a gift for me tonight. And so I went up and I got to pray for some precious little girls that are in my life and um, who are very important to me and pray for their healing. And then as the healing time was getting wrapped up, I actually didn't even think that he anybody even knew I had gone up for healing because I was able to take these little girls with me. And right as they were wrapping up, he came up behind me and he put his hand on my shoulder and he said, now I want to pray for you. Mm -hmm. And this is interesting because he does not know that I've walked through autoimmune disease. Um, And he prayed over me. And and it was just this simple prayer. But the interesting thing is he prayed two specific phrases over me that I have been praying over myself for about Mm -hmm. three years. Mm -hmm. Very specific phrases that are not um, something you would just typically randomly pray in a prayer. And I felt like it was the Lord going, do you see how deeply I see you? Wow. And s- literally since that day, I have not had I have not had one migraine, which wow. comes along with my autoimmune struggles. I have not had symptoms of autoimmune disease. Now, I have maintained all of my health protocols that I do. Right. I haven't like just dropped everything and right. been like, I'm healed. But... I just felt like the Lord reminded me that he is working so intimately on my behalf. And so that was pretty significant in my life, Heather, to have someone um, follow through on what I had heard from God. Yes. And then the very cool thing is as we were driving home, my mom was with me, our mom was with me. And I said, she goes, I thought that was so amazing that Robert opened it up for healing. She said, because as we were driving here, I felt God say, I'm going to heal people tonight. Wow. And I was just like, the Lord was going... Do you see? Do you see? Yeah. Like you do hear and you were correct. And so don't ever be afraid to follow through on what I've said to you. Yeah, it's so good. And it was such a good reminder. You know, even when he speaks to us, sometimes he'll use the someone else to confirm that he's spoken or to actually take action yes. that he's spoken. Yes. And it just reminded me that he's so intimately involved. And um, so good. that was really good. That's awesome. So I, w- I would say for me, that was a highlight of my summer. Yeah. Um, it wasn't all peaches and cream. There were some struggles, you know, there were weeks where we had to walk through some marriage difficulties and miscommunications, just like everyone in the world has to yep. walk through. Right. Um, but the point is that we walked through them, you yep. know, and we didn't stay there. We got through them. We made it work. We figured it out and we still love each other and we still like each other and we move forward, yeah, you know, that's so. Good. That's good. Well, yeah. I'm excited over the next few weeks to continue to share about the things that happened. We're we're so used to being on a weekly podcast that three months feels like a lifetime. It does. Of things to catch up on. Yeah. So there have been some significant changes in my family. Yeah. Um, some some big things that I'm excited to share about down the road. Um, but that's all we have time for today. So I'm glad to be back, Heidi. So am I. It's good. It's good. Welcome back, Heather. Yeah. And thank you to our listeners for sticking with us, Mm -hmm. um, invite someone else to listen in, you know, that's really 
for us, Heidi, that it's never been about how big can we grow this podcast or how many listeners can we have. It's truly been about how can we help people find Jesus and how can we help people view their lives that they feel are really mundane Mm -hmm. and ordinary and not significant as extraordinary. Um, And so our hope is just that you will share this podcast with someone Mm -hmm. that you will say, Hey, you know, these girls love Jesus and I think that they'll help point you to Jesus too. And then just share it with them. That's That's the point. That's the point. And that makes our day that, that really helps us be encouraged to keep going and, and to, you know, stay the course. That's right. So thanks for listening. We'll catch up with you next week.